I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We're talking villains. Neuro nerds. Oh god. <laughs> that was pretty funny actually. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good about I feel pretty good about that. Today, we're chilling with villains. Yeah, if you guys are 90s kids, you might remember from Disney Channel or Toon Disney Channel, um, they used to have Chilling with the Villains. <laughs> which... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is that where you got that from? Yes. Oh, I am not that smart. I listen to a lot of hip hop, so that's just something that they say a lot. Oh, I was no, like, no, no, no. I was like, oh, she's she's referring to like DJ Quicks. I'm chilling like a villain. No. Oh, okay. I was referring to cartoons, chilling <laughs> with the villains. It used to be like... It was like a hour or two block, and it was and- weird. It was all the villains, and and for like a show, right? Because I remember a Jafar, and oh my god, some other yeah. obscure villain on Disney Channel, and I like had all the bad guys like hanging out. Yeah, but it was like it would be. I think if I remember correctly, it was like some of the TV shows that like the villains played a big part. So like Gargoyles was on Chilling with the Villains, or it was like a special or something, or the Beagle Boys. The who? The Beagle Boys. Am I the only one that watched Ducktales? I watched DuckTales, but I was like four. Uh, so you don't know who the Beagle Boys are? No. But you're talking Gargoyles yep. and Dark... You're even talking yep. Darkwing Duck. Yep, because Darkwing Duck was on before oh, Gargoyles. It, it, that's right. And it came on after DuckTales. Didn't it? I don't know. Yeah. No, no. It was uh, the the bear. He flew a plane. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Tailspin. Tailspin. Tailspin, yeah. I think it was Tailspin, then then uh, Darkwing Duck. Oh, my God. Or it could have been The Tick. These are a uh, spoon. I love the tick. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah. Okay. So today what we're talking about again is our favorite villains yeah. and or what makes them are like someone we love to hate or yeah. hate to love. So so, so neuro nerds, we normally like, you know, we, we talk like neurological injuries and then we talk like a lot of nerdum. We're talking a lot of nerdum right now. We'll throw in maybe some brain stuff. Yeah, because like, some of them might be like 
messed up in the head. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's how we're going to tie it in. They all got issues. Yeah, so, so just like the title of the episode, we're chilling, chilling with, with the villains. villains. Um, so for, for me, like, uh, um, you know, Lauren was talking about, like, one-note villains. The one-note villains, they're cool. They're not great. They're cool. But my favorite one-note villain is Galactus. He's the Earth Devourer. He has one purpose, and that's to, to... It's not even to take over the universe. It's literally just to go from planet to planet to eat. He's just a hungry dude. <laughs> and, like, he, he's... He's going from in and out to in and out. That, that, that's all it is. Like, he's traveling the world. I wanted animal style. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> you know how they have, like, people who travel the, the nation... Going from like McDonald's to McDonald's, like catching the McRib. It's locust. He well, he's the only locust is like low key because see what I did there, brought him back. Um, so like Galactus, like he's the Earth Devourer. He has like uh uh, these people that he sends out to like check the plants and be like, hey Galactus, we just murdered all the people so you could kind of come in and eat because this planet seems delicious. (laughs) So I love Galactus. I love, but that's that's a Marvel villain. I'm a bit because I'm like super Marvel guy, even mm-hmm. though I believe DC has the best characters and villains, but Marvel just knows how to transfer them into like the movies and cartoons. But see, again, I was going to say most of Marvel's villains, especially in the MCU, the cinematic universe, are one note. They are. Villains. Hela, she wants to just take no, over. No, no, no. The world. She does, but I love Hela. No, no, so do She's I. Dope. But I'm saying, unless they bring her back, mm-hmm. you know, again, they're all one note villains. The Chitari. It, they're the they're just there to take over the world with right. Thanos. Thanos just wants to take over the right. world. Uh, the uh, uh, Malekith, the Dark Elf, take over Asgard and right. the world. Uh, who else are we talking? Um, uh, Yellow Jacket. Yeah, exactly. He wants to take ma- over the company, take over the and take over the world. <laughs> right. Um, so a lot of these characters are kind of boring. Yeah. Because yeah, they're cool and they're like flashy, but at, at the end of the day, it's like literally they they just want to take over the world. Right. Like it. it I think. What? One of my favorite characters was uh, the Red Skull, but Marvel does what they do with all of their villains. Yeah. They kill them. Yeah. Well, he's not. He's not. He's not dead. He's mm-hmm. somewhere floating around in one of the, mm-hmm. um, the the the, the it, what, which stone was it? The space stone. Mm-hmm. He's like floating around in the space stone. I'm sure because Red, Red Skull isn't dead. I, I'm almost positive. He's not dead in the cartoons. He's not dead in the, in the comics. comics. So like, and he comes back, right? Yes. So he's coming back. Even though Hugo Weaving is kind of being a dick and saying he doesn't want to do it. No, but he he's signed a contract, dead. man. Come do it. He's dead in the MCU. He's not dead. He's I I can I can all but guarantee that he's okay. not dead. Whether he's recast we'll or not, we'll see. He's coming oh, back. Oh, they for better sure. not recast, and that's Hugo Weaving. You do not recast Hugo Weaving. No, no. If anything, you recast to add Hugo Weaving like they did in V for Vendetta. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, he does not get recast. Like that doesn't I so do I. Oh my god, he's the king of the nerds. <laughs> yeah, he right? Is. He's like Lord uh, of the Rings, yes. Matrix. I mean yes. he's Agent Smith. Um so like DC has Speaking I think, of a one note villain, but that grows is Agent Smith, right? He like defies the one note villain. Trope. He was great though. Oh my god, wasn't he? he? He was great. Except for like the third one, Revolutions, like oh, okay, CGI I going I, on. I, I, I don't count that. No, no. I don't count that. Matrix one and two and a half, like half yes, of two. Yes, half of two yeah. for sure. Oh, wait, I was like, wait, are those werewolves? What's happening? Yeah. I don't understand what's happening. It's so weird. Monica Bellucci was amazing. I she loved was. her in that movie with Persephone. Persephone, she was mm. she was really, really good. Yeah. Um, and I, I I like the dude that like made the climax cake. Oh, the the Mandalorian. Mangalorian. Ma- ma- Mangio- man- no, that's uh, Mangio. Ah, damn it, that Something. guy. Something, yeah, that guy. That Starts guy. with an M. We yeah. have brain injuries. Um, <laughs> so my one note villain, if I'm staying away from comic books, mm-hmm. um, on that same like I want to destroy the world kind of thing or take over the world. Just go back to Lord of the Rings. Sauron. Sauron, yeah. He's, Sauron's kind of a dick. Right? He's just, he's serving his, um, 
his dark lord. Um, now you said Malekith, and that's all I'm thinking about. Morgoth, right? So he's just there serving Morgoth, who's been okay. killed and banished. So you just made Lord of the Rings nerdier. How did I make it nerdier? I, I didn't, am. I, just... didn't, I didn't even. I didn't even know that person existed. I thought the major bad guy was Sauron. No, there's like an up. There's an even higher bad guy. There's His like, name was Morgoth. There, there's a nose because I know the all-seeing eye of Sauron. <laughs> this would be like like the spirit, but the aura behind him. Like Morgoth is like the god. Sauron was like. If you think about Morgoth as like an evil devil god or something, like again, this is not correct, but just if you think about him as like the overarching evil devil god, then Sauron was like his Lucifer, like his angel that he sent down, his emissary, who tempted the elves by becoming, I think it's pronounced Anatar, who was like an elf. And in the Peter Jackson movie, there was a moment in the third movie where Aragorn is like seduced by that right before he does his final charge where he says for Frodo. In the original version of the film, they even filmed the deleted scene where there was going to be an image of Anatar, which was the elf. That would have been Sauron. weird, though. Yeah, because if you didn't know, you wouldn't get it. Yeah. So he was supposed to be the elf, and then he was like, he was trying, like Sauron was trying to seduce Aragorn to not fight, and so, but then that would have that was like the pivotal point where he says for Frodo, like he defied the very last. Um, like bad guy, like the very last thing that even tempted the elves for a bit. Like that would have been cool from a nerd standpoint, but not from a film standpoint. Cause yeah. you, you have to be really involved to understand that. Uh, you, you do because you just, you Laurened the heck out of that. Where was right I now. going at this? Oh yeah. Sarah, you, he's you, a one note villain. Cause he's just there <laughs> to take over the world and corrupt the world. Like he has no other, like he's brain. He's trying to take over oh, the world. God, he is. Like that, that's where I'm like, there, there's no complication. He's the embodiment of evil. Because mm-hmm. again, Lord of the Rings is, um, it's a, it comes from a very Christian uh, uh, background, mythology. Um, and again, it's England. Like that's where Tolkien was coming from. Um, and so you literally have the fight between good and evil, which is awesome. But again, your evil is just the absolute evil. There's no gray tones to him. Right. So there's you, you like you really can't root at any point for Sauron. So what what makes an amazing villain? Complications. So I like to vilify my or I like to vindicate my my villains. Like I would I like some gray where you go, "Oh no, wait." Right, you, you like you have to understand where they're coming from. Are are And it doesn't have to be a tragic reason. It just there's like there's just like, "Oh no." Our, oh our, no. Our our what's our um our music department? Okay. At Sleep Vision, yes, our uh, our nerd adjacent a opinion, nerd adjacent, adjacent uh, a music creator. He's the one that did our our theme. Um, he he says that like a good villain is the hero of their own tale. Yes, so what which is what doing... we are. Just don't become a supervillain. Exactly. Yeah, we're trying <laughs> to be a supervillain. So <clears throat> they're going to do that in Infinity War with Thanos. Thanos. I don't like that. No, I think it's going to be amazing. No. So like it, he he feels what he's, he's going to kill my Steve Rogers. He's absolutely going to. Dude, he should have died like three movies ago. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's like you're going to understand why Thanos wants to. I don't want destroy half of the universe. I don't want a sob story. In from the Thanos. in the in the comic books, he wants to appease death. La- la- yeah, uh, la- Lady Death. Like he's like, hey, I like you. Here's half this universe of souls. Now come be my chick. 
that's that's kind of in a nutshell. I would rather have that be his, the reason he's having all this death. I don't want him to have a sob story. I don't it's want not, him it's to not have a like sob a sob story. It's, it has to be. It, it's not. It, like, what's Loki's sob story? You know what I mean? Like, he oh, does well, have one. He okay. So why can't Thanos have one? He if Thanos doesn't have a reason to want to destroy half the universe, he's literally a one note villain. He's just like ah, I'm just going to destroy some Thanos shit. I consider Thanos a one note villain. I don't at all. I he's, don't like Thanos as a villain. <laughs> I think he's amazing. No. And I'm so Josh excited. Brolin. I love you, Josh Brolin. You're amazing. I just watched Sicario again the other day. You're awesome. I love you. Ooh. But I hate Ta- Thanos. I'm did, like, did you, did you see the trailer for Soldado? Yes, I have. Ooh, fire. It's going to be so good. Yes. So Thanos, I think, is going to be good because, again, every villain is the hero of their own story. And I'd like to know why he is doing what he's doing, why he decided to Fine. wipe out Gamora's entire people, but Fine. keep her on as his stepdaughter. Did his real children get murdered in his planet? Why is this sounding like the Romulans? But what? Why does? How does he procreate? Well, yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, this is sounding a little too much like Eric Bana. Is there the going to be like? Is there going to be like a, a fappening with like <laughs> Thanos <laughs> and? <laughs> okay, much. move forward, move on. Um, so yeah, so we've discussed what we like about our uh, favorite, like what makes a, a better villain. villain. What makes a better villain? So can you pick a better villain? And let's steer clear of like the obvious. The Joker deserves his own. Heath Ledger's Joker. Okay. Heath Ledger's Joker deserves his own episode. He, he, do, he does. So for for me, the the Joker is one of the greatest villains ever because he doesn't necessarily have an origin story. There's been it several. Changes. I love how Heath Ledger. They were like he's got nothing in his pockets except for knives lint and, and knives. Lint. How great is that? He he custom made his clothes, so you don't even know what stores he shops at. Like he he, it's so vague, and the stories that he told, they could have been true. One of them could have been true. None, None of, of them, them could have been true. That's what's great. It's so vague. You just know that this dude is a little bad, and that crazy. makes him frightening because there is no you can't pinpoint a motivation. You can't try to figure out how to reason with someone. He's literally almost coming as a specter of chaos. Like yes. he's it he's. Um, he's an agent of chaos. Yeah, but he becomes metaphysical. Like he's he's supernatural. He's right. like, oh he was, my god. He was never born. He was just here. Yeah, it's almost like it. Uh. Hey, Georgie. Um, so I, I love the Joker. I love two of the Jokers. Okay, so as good as Heath Ledger was, was an updated version. Is it Jared Leto? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. Joker should not should not have a grill and a tattoo that says "damage" on his forehead. It's stupid. Move on. So, <laughs> and I know you love uh, uh, Leto. I love Jared Leto. I yeah. didn't like, exactly love the Joker, but I love Jared Leto. Yeah, he's I, on my phone. He's he he is. He is literally I the just lock saw screen a of my shirtless phone. photo of Jared Leto on. Her. Oh no, he has a shirt on in that photo. Yes, but in saved in her photos is shirtless pictures of Jared Leto. He was asking for someone to help him shave his beard, and I volunteered as tribute. <laughs> as tributes all right are you is mm-hmm. this it three, mm-hmm. three three fingers up mm-hmm. um so jack nicholson's joker i argue is just as good in a completely different way agreed right agreed it, it was more it was literally comic book come to life and nicholson was perfect i never thought that anything could be better than that and then mm-hmm. heath ledger came out and just like blew my socks off and again, i can't this, say yeah. that he's better He's but he's different. absolutely not just equally as good, just different. It's a different version of the Joker because it reflects the Batman of that time. It does. Like, like, do you do you prefer your Batman set in the real world? Like, oh yeah, I could see how that's like real. Yeah. Somehow Nolan did that where yeah. it's like, oh yeah, it's a Batman. It's could, plausible. Yeah, Batman could totally be a dude. Yeah. Just in, a random in like today. New in, like, York. Do stuff. 
So, like, he made that work. Or do you prefer your Batman to be, like, literally coming off the comic book pages? Yes. You know? so very, And Michael Keaton, very stoic and doesn't talk a lot. <laughs> no, right. Right. Yeah, Batman shouldn't have, like, long dialogues. Yeah. Especially Christian Bale's Batman. He shouldn't. <laughs> His Batman voice. <laughs> but, no, I, okay, so the one one good thing about the new Batman is that he has that thing, the, the Batfleck. That thing to change his voice. Oh. The one thing. So he had, he doesn't have to worry about talking <laughs> like this. He doesn't have to sound like the cookie monster. <laughs> so, and speaking of Batman and villains, since we are chilling with the villains, um, Batman has the best rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, just hands down. Every single one of his villains, every, every one of the, like his, his, uh, the, the, the nemesis, the nemesis. Mm-hmm. How would you say it? Come sure. On. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yes. <Matt. laughs> <laughs> Come on, I barely speak English. You have to help me. Um, so, like, every single one of them could be a main villain in, I think, any of these, like, big, huge blockbuster movies, mm-hmm. you know? Agreed, when they're well done. So, the best Batman movie I've ever seen, I actually played, I was playing Arkham City. Oh. Seriously, incredible. It was a comic book come to life, great action, great stories, it, it, and there was so many, like, I fought Killer Croc, mm-hmm. they brought in... Uh, um. Uh, Firefly. Mm-hmm. They brought in like Killer Moth was in the background. It, it, like it was crazy. Like it, there was so many villains. Zaz, one of the darker Batman villains. Do you know Zaz? Yes, so I do. So Zaz is crazy, and for every person that he murders, he cuts himself. Oh, I love it. Which is funny because you haven't seen Black Panther because you're a horrible person. Black Panther's villain, Killmonger amazing villain one of marvel's best villains for every person that he's killed he does the same thing so mm-hmm. he has like all those marks on his body mm-hmm. so zaz has that and he has marks everywhere so i wonder if marvel got that from zaz. yeah i was about to say wait a second that's weird <laughs> they, they it's all incestuous they all borrow from they, each they... other <laughs> so yeah so so zaz is like this um a uh, dope like serial killer kind of villain because mm-hmm. a lot of villains in comic books even batman are cartoony yes Actually, one of my favorite Batman villains, I think our, our music producer would enjoy this one because it's music related. The Music Meister. You know about that? No. So the Music Meister is from Batman the Animated Series. No, not Batman the Animated no. Series. Batman the Brave and the Bold. The one that came after the Batman Animated Series. And the Music Meister is like his power is he makes you sing. I love it. It's ca- so cartoony, but it's great. So um, Neil Patrick Harris, Doogie Howser. Yeah. Um, he did the voice of the music meister in the um, uh, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I just remember he, he comes out on a note, like a, a like a piano thing. But it was oh, like God, a, n- it. an actual music note. Yeah. And like he slid in and he has like these cool n- music note sunglasses. Oh, my God. And this cane with like a music note at the end. I could have sworn I seen this guy like in West Hollywood. Like <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Well, who Doogie Howser? Exactly. Yes, you did. Ah. <laughs> and he and, and, and he's I'm the music meister. Yes. without the cracking voice at the end and like he would just the whole episode was a musical so he would make batman sing and then batman would sing and then black canary would sing it's crazy like it sounds like xena like her music episode it really is so it's a funny episode but it's actually really really cool and the music meister is he's kind of a dope cartoony villain not, All right. No, not me. Hey, he's a one note villain. Ah! Oh, see what we did there? <laughs> Puns, we've got them. Oh, God. We're so penny. Um, <laughs> okay, well, so on a more complicated villain that I like, uh, one of my favorites 
is if you've seen Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yes. Hannibal Lecter, oh my God. ladies oh, and gentlemen. How great was he? He was on screen for like 12 minutes and won an Oscar. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is an amazing actor. He does no wrong. Even no. as Odin, some people were like, uh, he might have phoned it in in the dark world. but He was still great. He was still great. He oh, my God. Um, so what I love about Hannibal Lecter in the books, okay, because, again, the uh, Silence of the Lambs series, including um, Hannibal and Red Dragon. A Red Dragon. Uh, Red, Dra- Red Dragon wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Um, and then including Hannibal Rising. Oh, uh, come with, on. You know what? It wasn't actually. It, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Okay. Um, it's with the actor Gaspard Ulliel, um playing a young Hannibal, which he's hot, too. Um, so there's something about these... Um, they're these villains that are not again one thing that makes villains seductive right a mm-hmm. good villain doesn't have to be gorgeous doesn't have to be stunning but there's something about them there's a charisma about them that is attractive right so if you look at Hannibal when he meets Clarice right um in Science Lambs hello Clarice um actually that's that's a they're saying it's um What's that called? Where is it? Not the butterfly effect, but it's the um, where we hear things and it's actually not what happened oh, in the alternate is, is, universe. Does, is, does he not say that? No. What does he say? He, uh, doesn't, he, doesn't he says say, hello. Oh, he doesn't say hello, Clarice. Yeah, no. <gasps> he do, I, if he I does remember say... correctly, if I remember correctly, because it was like it was like um, uh, Darth Vader never says Luke, I am your father. It's no, I am your, your father. father. Um, but it's same thing. Hello, Clarice. I believe is never uttered in. Oh, the that's crazy! Film. I'm gonna have to watch it. Uh, yeah, like, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to watch it. It's yeah. just a dope movie. It's a great it anyway. movie. But there's a charisma now. Part of it has to do with how it was filmed. Um, I watched a video that really broke down like how to create terror in your audience through uh, filmmaking techniques, and part of it had to do with um, how he was framed in the scene compared to um, Jodie Foster. But in the books, Hannibal Lecter is. Um, extremely smart uh mads mickelson is that his name in the tv series um he was supposed to be a european lord he was a a count i believe Mm, like Um, dooku see had to bring a star Um, wars somehow so he was a count i already did with vader um i just smacked him um so he came from this noble this noble background he was extremely well educated when he grew up he has an um i believe it's an eidetic memory and then one of the things that Hannibal has, he's so um, brilliant and intelligent. He has compartmentalized his mind in the sense of creating um, like a palace in his mind and everything's in rooms. If, and so like he's able to visit the rooms or whatever to get his knowledge or to recall things. Like Sherlock. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And so um, when you meet him, he... I mean, you can see in Anthony Hopkins' portrayal, it's not far off from the original Hannibal where there's something seductive about him, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's off-putting. You know something's up with him, especially when in the scene when Jodie Foster's walking up to him, like you have like a guy who's not talking, a guy who's kind of fucking crazy, a guy bouncing off the walls, and then you come into this like normal-looking guy who's just standing there and says, hello, right? And you're like, okay, something's really off if this is the most dangerous guy. But you can you get a sense of terror from him. And I think that's so powerful in a villain where it's obvious. It's not obvious when you meet them like Sauron or Galactus or Thanos. I'm a big bad guy. Right. I'm evil. Right. But Hannibal Lecter, you, you get creeped the fuck yeah, out. He's super creepy. Right. And there's this eloquence, this this 
articulation to his describing what he did i ate his liver with a side of fava beans Beans. and a nice chianti yeah like and and that again is all to the delivery of anthony hopkins god bless this man um but that that villainy to him and then if you watch this his origin story which is hannibal rising um which was pulled from the books that again he was he suffered in world war ii mm-hmm. right this is again where you do have your sob story him and his sister were um i think it was russians that he was they were like they were hit hit out trying to hide they were killed by the germans then the rush there was like some russian guys that held him and his little sister hostage misha and then they ate his sister because they were starving and they, they made him eat some of the soup they made out of her. Oh, do they have a side of farba beans and a nice candy? <laughs> no, they don't. Okay. And so, you know, then he grows up out of this and he grows up with this knowledge that he ate his own sister. So he starts on this campaign of vengeance, trying to right the wrongs that were done to him and his sister. Uh, talk about a damaged psyche, right. right? He's brilliant, but with this horrible backstory. And so again, the the hero of his own mind, right? Absolutely. The hero of his own story. He's taking vengeance for his sister, for his aunt, Lady Murasaki. And then um, some even equate Clarice to Misha. There's a, where he would kind of start, I think there was a point where he actually brainwashed her in the books. He brainwashed Clarice in, it would have been in the Hannibal movie, which is the one with... Uh, Julianne Moore? Yes, Julianne Moore. I was going to say Demi Moore, but wrong Moore. Um <laughs> And where she was actually believed she was Misha. He was mm-hmm. able to brainwash her. And uh, I think Will Graham was there and stuff anyways. But um, I love him as a great villain because you actually root for him. Yeah, you do. And it's so creepy. Yeah. I, I, I actually rooted for him to feed that little kid some brain on the plane. Remember that? Oh, my God. That scene. It was horrifying. You're like, oh, my God. Did he do it? Did he do it? Did he I, was like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That ambiguity was so. Awesome. So yeah. So him being like the hero of his own story, I'll tell you. Like a case in point, I'll bring it back to Marvel briefly. Okay. Um, Magneto. Oh, I love Magneto. You have to. Yeah. He had a horrible upbringing, and he Nazis. feels what he is doing is the right thing to do. He feels that mutants are the next evolution, and we're just holding like humans. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're we've evolved past that. We are the alphas now. We should be running things, not the other way around. You know what? I would argue that. Magneto is also coming from a point of view of like saying we're a minority and I've seen firsthand what happens when people of power fear a minority. So his is a strike first. It's a preemptive uh, position where he's like, no, we need to strike first before they strike at us. Whereas Charles Xavier is more of like, no, we need to make this work. Yeah. It's like a difference between Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Yes. You know? Yes, very much so. So, Again, he is the hero of his own mind. He's trying to protect his people. Right. Right. From his experiences, he suffered in a Nazi death camp. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that was crazy. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, yeah, again, what makes him a fascinating villain is he feels that what he's doing is absolutely right. I think he also, um, he acknowledges like, yeah, I'm killing people and yeah. You know, right? He's not—he's not really taking joy. Well, no, he might take a little yeah. bit of joy. In His it. ends justify the means, right? It's not like you know what we should do. We should go murder a bunch of people. Everything that he does is calculated. Mm-hmm. We're going to kill these people because they're stopping us from getting to where we need to be. Yes, you know, it's—it's. It's, I guess, I guess that makes a really good villain. Yeah, he's not just a psychopath. No, you sympathize with him. He's not—he's not like Loki. You're just killing like dozens of people. We're just not going to talk about Loki again. I'm just saying. No. We've discussed this. But I was going to say, thinking about Magneto, who's another one-note villain next to him that's a great person to, like, contrast him with? Dark Phoenix. 
Oh, I can't stand it. Neither I, can okay. I. But she's so, a, it's a megalomaniac like space power, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so the Dark Phoenix. By the way, the movie is going to be terrible. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. We've already seen what happens when they try to bring it to screen. Oh, uh, so Sophie, Sophie Turner, um, uh, Sansa, Sansa, Sansa Stark from mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. I got to tell you, not the best actress. It can be hidden, I think, with her scenes in, on Game of Thrones. True, because she's always sad. But like just by herself, I don't think she's a very good actress. You know, And now she's playing the most important role in that movie. I'm not going to buy it. I'm sorry. I'm going to I'm gonna reserve like, judgment. I'm absolutely not. It's going to be terrible. I'm going to reserve judgment on Sophie Turner. Can I tell you why? Oh, why? speaking of villains, they wrote... Okay, wait, wait. He's 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 zoning out. Right? He's zenning out, trying to bring it. Go ahead, go for it. Okay. I don't know what's happening. So my favorite villain, Ken, okay. Marvel again. Okay, Apocalypse. <laughs> I'm a big fan of X Men the animated series. Yes, and Apocalypse just had such an amazing presence. Yeah, he Apocalypse was, on screen this time he was, was stupid. So good. And then how do you ruin Apocalypse number one? How do you ruin um oh what's what's the dude's name uh Star Wars uh the pilot Poe Dameron Oh mm-hmm. Oscar uh, Isaac uh, Yeah he's an amazing actor Incredible actor How do you make him boring How do you make the most likable guy you in, put him in every X-Men. movie he's ever been in including Ex Machina where he was like super creepy evil And you know what even in um Super Punch no uh super punch. uh Emily Browning that Something punch, sucker punch, sucker punch. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because he was that he, skeezy guy. He's so likable, and they made him boring. Yeah. Apocalypse has the greatest apocalypse line ever in in the X Men animated series. They call it. They're like, oh, I had no idea you were a mutant, and he was like, I am so beyond mutants as mutants are beyond you. How awesome is that? That is very awesome. And they made him just boring. And terrible and awful. And then they had the Phoenix, who's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to destroy this indestructible mutant. Yeah. Because I suck. Because I'm part of Fox's X-Men universe. Yeah. It's, I'm so angry now. I'm so, I forgot how, I forgot what they did to my character. Yeah. That was my character. So let's take that character you hate, that Dark <sighs> Phoenix that they did. But, like, think about comparing it to Magneto slash Eric Lunsher. Like, the Dark Phoenix, the Phoenix Force, right, mm-hmm. is the villain, right? right? Yeah, yeah, it's not a Phoenix. It's it's the, it's Phoenix, the Phoenix Force, Force yeah. right? That takes over Jean Grey and mm-hmm. makes her a villain, right? Uh, if you're watching the animated series, it was like a what ten episode arc or something oh, like that. It was yeah. Awesome, yeah. But even then, she's still a one note character. Like, what was her motivation? Oh, oh, so yeah. speaking of like other characters, yeah. see, I, I think DC has like the best villains, but I'm going Marvel because they just make better movies. Yeah. Even though this movie was a terrible movie, Spider-Man 3 with Venom. Oh. Right. Oh. With to- Topher Grace as yeah, Venom. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Venom's a great character, I think. I love, <laughs> I don't know what Tom Hardy's going to do with it. He's amazing. I love Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy does no wrong. He, 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 do- well. <laughs> come at me with Bane and I will come no, at are you. you. I love, are I you kidding love me? Bane. I was in the hospital. Okay. <laughs> In the hospital from my stroke, I don't remember this, but um, my my girlfriend showed me a video. Uh, I was I had like the beginnings of sleep apnea, and they put a, <laughs> they put a CPAP machine on me. And while I had the CPAP machine on, I, were you I was, talking like Bane? I was talking like Bane. I, I was love talking it. like Bane. I don't remember exactly what I said. I was, oh, I was, I was like, it would be very painful for you. <laughs> um, and that was me like two weeks uh, after having like basically brain surgery for my stroke. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, I I love Bane. Yeah. I 
love Bane, one of the best characters. So anyway, so like um uh, uh Venom, mm-hmm. Venom he the the guy who directed uh Spider-Man 3 didn't want Venom in the movie, but the studio was like, "Nope, you're going to put Venom in the movie." Okay. So it was kind of like half-assed. Yeah, like throw, threw him in. So the the arc that he wanted Venom to have like his own movie, like he wanted him to be the main villain in mm-hmm. like future movies. His idea for Venom was like um scorned obsessive girlfriend. I know that sounds weird. So in the comics, oh oh oh, I, I see what you're saying. So in the comics, like uh, Venom, the symbiote, the alien symbiote, it bonds with Spider-Man, mm-hmm. right? So that's why he kind of looks like a black version of Spider-Man, right? So when Spider-Man like gets rid of him, he feels like a scorned woman. Yeah, I don't, don't want to say woman, just a scorned, a scorned lover. Lover, yes. So like all Venom wants to do is get back to Spider-Man. So that's why he emulates him. He looks like yeah. him. So every. Uh, every but like so the arc that they wanted to do was that's what it is. Venom is like kind of like causing chaos and being a dick to get Spider-Man to come out so His he attention. can reunite and bond with Spider-Man again, which is really, really crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, um, what is it? It's like Fatal Attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what we wanted to be. So I think Venom was going to be dope. I don't know what they did on screen. <laughs> it was god awful. It was. Yeah, it was. It was just. Now I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then again, DC. I think DC has like amazing villains. And why is the God of War look like a Tin Man in Wonder Woman? Oh yeah. Like why? I always my my Aries will always be Aries from Xena, oh. and no one can come at oh. me. Oh, and also why in the sequel to Wonder Woman, Cheetah, who's a badass, mm-hmm. right? Why is Cheetah being played by Kristen Wiig? <laughs> come on, man. I know. It's just weird. I love Kristen Wiig, and I'm pretty sure she's going to do a dope job. But, like, why is that your go-to? Yeah, there's a lot of like, other people that could play a badass. And they're like, no, no, no. So Marvel wins because they have, like, a lot of humor. So we're going to make our bad guy oh, very God. humorous. Is she going to be the comedic relief? I think well, I think she's going to have, like, a lot of... Uh, she One-liners? Has to be. She has to be. Oh, no. Right? Oh, no. Just like they have, like, bro Aquaman. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's still my biggest disappointment is freaking Jason Momoa. My man. No, oh. stop, Aquaman. You talk to fish. <laughs> <laughs> I think Black Manta in Aquaman is yeah. a dope villain. Mm-hmm. So like growing up, I didn't really know much about like the villains. Right. I would just like see them in the comics and I didn't know like backstories because mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't buy a lot of comics. I was a poor kid. But just looking at him on the pages of the comic, I was like, man, that guy looks awesome. I know. He just looks really cool. The Manta. Oh, I was just, there was a kid's movie that had a manta ray that was a bad guy. Really? Yeah. Was it the penguin, the pebble and the penguin? No. Yes. Was that no. a movie? Yeah. Oh my God. It was an amazing kid's movie. It made me cry. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, but there's By the some... way, you just went, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> that I, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to have to take it to the hospital. I'm going to have to find out what movie that was, but I think it was. The pebble and the penguin. But there was like, there's something about a manta ray that is beautiful. Manta rays are one of the most beautiful things. But I mean, they're, they can be huge. Like yeah. a bat ray. Like, and they're, they're, they're terrifying because they're, 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 you don't know. They're oh, unknown. They're and, and intimidating. When, and when Black Manta gets upgraded, mm-hmm. he turns to Devil Ray. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll do that in the movie. But I mean, it's still, they're, the, what's nice about it is they're taking, attributes of a real animal or thing that is kind of scary a Mm -hmm. little bit of the unknown and then putting it in and it's like ooh, i like that (laughs) Uh, another great villain from batman ra's al ghul yes not liam neeson was cool in batman begins but uh, like the 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 animated series Mm -hmm. the immortal ra's al ghul yeah 
but it's Raz. There's no there's no H. Continue. It's, it's R-A-S. It's R-A-S. It's not Raish. It's like GIF versus GIF. I know. It's GIF. I don't <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah, it's GIF. It's I don't GIF. care what anybody says. I don't care what the creator says. I, it's I, a GIF. For Christmas, I don't get a bunch of GIFs for people. Okay? <laughs> it's, it's G-I-F. It's a GIF. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Agreed, right? Yes, I you, you can't argue. You can't argue that. There's no H. It's it's Roz. Yes. So it's, it's Roz al Ghul. That's one of my favorites. Hugo Strange is another great Batman villain. Do you yeah. know Hugo Strange? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like, he like wants to be Batman. Another one who I think would be amazing on screen would be Hush. I don't know who that is. So Hush was like boys with Bruce Wayne as a kid, and like their families had like beef. Oh. And then like later on, Hush basically has so many surgeries to look exactly like Bruce Wayne. Oh. And the, yeah, it's, it's <gasps> we could have two Christian Bales on screen. No, I yeah. think he's done with Batman. No, I know he's done, but I would love that. You could, you could, don't worry, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be the next Batman. Oh, Mark it. Oh no, 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 no. Joe no, no, said no, it today. No, 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 no. It's going to no, happen by no, 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 no. You know the no. Batman hasn't even started filming. It can't be Jake Gyllenhaal. It, why not? Please. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. No, he looks no. exactly like uh, my buddy John Licht. No, he does. No. So who would be your Batman? I don't know. Not not Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Tom Hardy? I want a new one. Bane could be Batman. I want a new option. I I, I love Tom Hardy, but Tom Hardy is Bane. I wish yeah. Bane had had a better character arc, but I'm okay with it. I I'm, I was good with it. I I, I, was, I did love the relationship between him and Talia. I, I love that. I was molded by it. Oh, you're so yeah, good. Yeah, he was good. You you know what it was better than? The Joel Schumacher Batman oh. and Robin Bane. Duh. Bane, that Bane didn't say anything. No, yes, he did. He said Bane. Oh yeah. And he also he also said bomb. Oh, God. You remember he was popping the bombs? He was bomb. Bomb. Right. So that's what bothered me because Bane is <laughs> speaking of like one note characters. He made him literally one literally one note. L- words that start with the letter B. That, that that was it. Because like Bane, what makes him so amazing is that he's as physically intimidated and as strong as he is, he's that smart. So, and at the same time, has that much of a weakness exposed, right? Right. But if you think about it, he's a good foil to Batman. A lot of a lot of Batman's villains are foils to him or dark reflections of him, right? Um, but Bane here has the intelligence and the sheer the physical ability, if not more than Batman. But at the exact same time, his weakness is out in the open. Mm-hmm. It's his mask, or it's his right. his pack with the venom in it. Um, that can easily be damaged, right? Whereas right. Batman's quote unquote weaknesses are more internal. Mm-hmm. So that's something I really liked about him too. They're like, oh, here's a picture of your family, Bruce. Oh, no, no. And then he beat him up. Um, I also like, uh, 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 what's the name? Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Mr. Freeze was dope. God, who else? Uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah, but those are, no, I'm not even kidding. King Tut. Oh, God. All horrible Batman. Okay, villains. okay, okay. So we're <laughs> So, so this episode was basically so, chilling with the villains uh, for the entire time and yep. mentioning just some brain issues. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. Wait, are there any like like uh, villains with like brain issues? Obviously all of them, but mm-hmm. like some with like literal brain issues. Oh, Two-Face. Two-Face went crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a like a split personality. Split personality for or a, dissociative disorder. Oh, I have dissociative events. They suck. They suck. Yeah. Those are not fun. That's why I have my puppy. That's good. So again, Holler at us. Tell us what, who your favorite villain is. 
and why. And if you like the one note villains, we'll forgive you, but tell yeah. us why. Yeah, the one note villain is it, it's like fast food. It's cool every once in a while, yeah. but like there's bigger and better things out there. Yeah, like put some effort into your character your arcs, guys. <laughs> exactly. So uh definitely follow us at the NeuroNerds. Um NeuroNerds everywhere on Instagram. NeuroNerds are everywhere. I know. Just make sure to like if we say anything wrong, come at us, please. Like yeah. correct us. Yeah, like, like or like if you come to argue, like come to play. <laughs> Especially with Lauren, because Lauren is like a super nerd. And I, I'll go research things. Yeah, so, uh, and and she, you know, she, yes, yes, she will. I didn't research anything for today. No, like, I just came it, up with it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it's kind of a problem. It's like again, your nerdum knows no bounds. It knows no bounds. So everybody out there, the neuro nerds, we are here to help. Yes, uh, re- reach out to us. Uh, Be the us hero up. of your own story, but not as your origin story for being a villain. Boom. Yes, that's that just happened. That is your takeaway for the day, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I am here all night. <laughs> Tip your waitress. Yes. So again, follow us on the neuro nerds. Join uh, you so rocks and Joe so rocks to share your stories and join the community. Um. And yeah, I think that's it. All right. Neuro Nerds are here to help. We love you guys and we'll talk to you soon. Yes. Neuro Nerds out. out. I think we got that down. Yeah. Now we got it. Now we got it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.